Hey. Yep. That's that bankroll fresh right there. I don't know if y'all can hear him or not. But it should be hot. What's good, West Hood, everybody? It's your boy, B-L-A-K-K-A, sitting here in Lynchburg City today, man. It's got a gloomy look out there. One minute it look like it wanted rain. Next minute it look like the sun wanted to come out. Y'all know how this shit goes, man. But yeah, me personally ain't really doing shit. Got a new flavor of bud. I'm sitting over here smoking on right now a little bit. So if y'all catch hit me choking out there, I'm alright. How's everybody been going, man? Did uh quite sure y'all heard about well before I even get into any topics or anything like that, man. Uh I'm supposed to have a call-in guest today. Uh, by the name of Tim Wolf, if I'm correct, I want to say he's from uh, somewhere in Wisconsin. So uh, he's probably going to be joining us sometime within the next couple minutes. And we're going to be speaking about the statues that are coming down. Tim is in favor of the statues staying up. I'm in favor of the statues coming down. So it should be an interesting topic. Uh, as I wait on that, I... Uh, I want to bring a little news to you guys, probably happened over the weekend. How many of you guys remember the really big African wrestler by the name of Kamala? Uh, James Harris is his actual name, a.k.a. Kamala. Uh, he's dead at the age of 70 years old, man. I remember as a kid coming up and, uh, you know, I was a fan of wrestling, especially before I found out the shit was phony. You know what I'm saying? I was a real big fan of it and shit, man. And I remember uh, Kamala. You know what I'm saying? He was super big, and he would always have his face and his stomach painted, and he would come to the ring in his tribal clothing, and we would have, like, this this mask on his face that you now see as artifacts, you know, sometimes in people's homes or museums and things of that nature. So, yeah, and I remember, like, nobody could really, really, like, pick him up, and, like, they couldn't really do anything with him, man. He was just a really big show, you know what I mean? He was never in contentions for any belts or anything like that. He was just Kamala. He was big, and I, he was a pretty good actor. But nevertheless, he's dead at 70 years old, and uh, I'm quite sure he's sorely he's going to be sorely missed throughout the uh, WWE community. You know what I mean? And uh, that was a really cool era of wrestling, though, man. Like, you had, like, Jimmy Fly Super Snicker. You had the Boogie Woogie Man. You had uh, Ricky Steamboat. Oh uh, man, you know, and, and, and it was just, it was just back then, wrestling was like the shit, you know what I mean, and everybody really, really enjoyed wrestling back then, man, but uh, yeah, as I, so as I wait on uh, Tim, Tim Wolf to uh, call in so we can have this discussion, I want to let you guys know that uh, Kanye West could, he could pos potentially be investigated for election fraud. After submitting uh, invalid signatures in several states, now the crazy part about this is that they had spoke about this several weeks ago when he first put his name on the ballot. A lot of the reporters, uh, the political reporters, that is, they they uh they kind of laughed it off. You know what I mean? They didn't really 
because it was like in, in, in most cases or in most states rather it is entirely too late for uh kanye to have his name on the ballot anyway so you know but nevertheless though kanye west presidential run seems to be running on fumes and the rapper slash mogul could find himself the subject of an election fraud investigation due to submitting shady signatures in several states over the weekend kanye was kicked off the ballot in illinois after officials concluded that the majority of the 2500 signatures he needed to submit were inviolate and uh TMZ broke the story. Multiple people stepped up to uh, object it after Kanye submitted his petition to get on the ballot in his home state. That triggered a review, and from the State Board of Elections, all of the 3,128 signatures on his documents. Uh, it tally is in, and 1,928 of them were ruled invalid, which leaves, yay, way more than 1,000 short of the 2,500 needed to be a presidential candidate on the state's ballot. And he's also, uh, you know, he's basically said, listen, I'm just trying to ruin Joe Biden. So, I mean, what you guys think about that, man? Um, you know, either you're going to be serious and run for president or you're not. But to solely be running, allegedly, to derail Joe Biden, like, really? Like, really? You know what I mean? It really doesn't make sense, man. Uh you know, but nothing Kanye does or says to me anymore makes sense. I'm not sure about the rest of you guys, but I I haven't given up on the on the on the young man. But man, man, he make it hard, bro. I swear he makes it hard for me to stand in this corner, and you know, you know, look at look at shit from his point of view sometimes because he I will give him this. He is a free thinker. The guy thinks outside of the box like no one I've ever seen before, and. You know, a lot, you know, sometimes, a lot of times, uh, me just as well as other people just don't seem to grasp exactly what he's saying at times. You know, I tried to give him a pass one time when, when he had, when he said the whole thing, slavery is a choice, you know, a side of me really tried to give him a pass on that one. And then, you know, several weeks ago, you know, he makes the comment of uh, Harriet Tubman did not free any of the slaves. She just took them to other white people to be worked. I'm like, man, are you fucking serious? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and my thing with, like, I'm never one of those people that be like, man, I wish I could jump in the time machine and go backwards. But I wish Kanye West could jump in the time machine and go back to those, to that, to the, to the way the world was back then. You know what I mean? And, 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 and go through some shit. And, and, and what I want is I want him to be, and I know this sounds fucked up, <laughs> but I want him to be tied up to a tree ready to get about, you know, five or six good goddamn lashes. And I want his ass to be tied up to that t- tree. And no soon as they cock back, they let that motherfucking whip go. The time machine bring his ass back to the future. And then I want to question his ass about what he really think about slavery again. You know what I'm saying? Because being generations removed from something you can't do shit but speculate you know what i mean and that's just what it is man but yo at la county sheriffs point guns at black teens who were already under attack like this is crazy right here man but nevertheless at 8 23 p.m the la county sheriff's department tells tmz the 911 call came in as an assault with a deadly weapon specifically two adult males hitting another man with a uh, skateboard now, the kids were detained, and after deputies spoke with them and witnessed 
They were released and no arrests were made. The department does not know what happened to the homeless man. The L.A. County sheriffs are under fire again after pointing guns at three black teens who actually needed their help following several 911 calls. The incident went down Friday in Santa Clarita, about 35 miles north of L.A. And you see in the video a bunch of deputies roll up as several other deputies are already pointing high-powered weapons at the teens who have their hands up. I mean, that's crazy. You know what I mean? And, and, and this is why... You know what I'm saying? You got people screaming Black Lives Matter. No matter what, Black Lives Matter has been tainted to some degree. Me personally, I don't believe it has nothing to do with the actual members of Black Lives Matter, the people who are actually, you know, doing the right thing. As I said, spoke about infiltrating earlier in all types of groups. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, and this is why, you know, this is why we scream Black Lives Matter. Like, just last week, you know what I mean? Like, they pull over a whole black family, the license plate on the car, and the license plate number that was given from the dispatcher. It was the same number. The twist was is that the stolen vehicle at that point in time was a motorcycle in another state. And the vehicle that these the, the black people was riding in or driving in or whatever she had reported that vehicle stolen months ago and she had received a vehicle she had notified the police that she received a vehicle and they still negle neglected to take the shit or update the shit in the in the, in the uh, computer system you know what i mean and then ironically a motorcycle with the same fucking license plate number in a totally different state pops up on you know on the radar in this particular state here and uh <clears throat> you know it's just crazy shit man and like without what, what i be trying to get people to understand is that you know if there's white people out there that are unarmed and being shot by the police then i feel like white people y'all need to step up and start chanting white lives matter you know what i mean if there's asian people out there who are jogging and being attacked because you know you stopped at a house that was being under construction and was killed then i need the asian people to jump out there and start saying asian lives matter you know what i'm saying until your race goes through what my race the black race goes through you know what i mean you guys are never going to see it that's why you, that's why y'all scream all lives matter that's why y'all scream because you don't understand the significance of what's really going on here Speaking of all lives matter, speaking of speaking of uh, you know, just everything everything overall with the whole kneeling situation that's going on in sports today, and I want to I want to get one thing perfectly clear on that, y'all. These coaches, not so much the players, but these coaches and managers in baseball and all that shit that y'all see kneeling now. Uh, do understand that the fans in the stands are computer generated. And they are not programmed to boo or throw trash when they see something of that magnitude. So I guess basically what I'm saying is that they're only doing this shit because there's nobody in the stands, man. But uh, ex-football ex -football player, uh, NFL uh, Green Bay Packer great Brett Favre uh, weighed in. He was talking to uh, TMZ Sports uh, probably over the weekend or whatever. And he weighed in, he gave his opinion on uh, what he felt about the whole kneeling situation. And, and and before I read what he says, I just want to say that 
he couldn't have said it any better to be honest with you man so as i said breath i spoke about kneeling and he said uh and i quote i know from being in a nfl locker room for over 20 years regardless of race background money you grew up with we were all brothers and it didn't matter five said far said guys got along great will that be the same with kneeling scenario i don't know if one guy chooses to stand for his cause and the another guy chooses to kneel for his is one right and is the other wrong i don't believe so we we tend to be fixed on the highs so he couldn't have said it any better than that yo you know what i mean he didn't he didn't make anything political he didn't speak as if you know he was still playing in the nfl or anything like that man he uh gave me the impression and i'm quite sure others as well that you know i don't basically he gave me the impression that he wasn't for kneeling or he wasn't he wasn't against kneeling and he definitely wasn't against standing you know what i'm saying basically what he was talking about is being unified in that locker room with 53 men all in there with one common goal and that's the way it's supposed to be you know what i'm saying that's the way it, it looks like that on the outside but when that kneeling situation when all of that took place uh a couple years ago the kneeling storm and shit like that man you saw division in locker rooms you saw it on the field you saw it on the field case in point with the pittsburgh uh steelers uh charlie villanueva i think i'm correct that's his name uh he served in the military as well and uh it was reports that the team was going to stand inside the tunnel doing this uh singing of the national anthem and when the cameras put the spotlight on the Steelers the only person that was standing outside was Mr. Villanueva you know what I mean and the rest of the team was in the tunnel you know what I'm saying so you know and I started to see chinks and cracks in the armor then and it just wasn't from that team it was just from uh, a plethora of teams and uh yeah man it's just it's just crazy on that right there but nevertheless that's what far said me personally i stand beside it and uh, i'm quite sure a lot of other people does as well man so and also uh what i also want to speak about while i'm waiting on mr wolf here uh i'm going to take it to the uh nfl a bit with the whole uh cd lamb being the number three wide receiver in dallas uh, that's not going to be long, you know. What I mean, CD's CD's the rookie on the team, and I and I'm quite sure he's going to work his way up. I get it. Amari Cooper is the hundred million dollar man, but the one thing that I learned by being a Cowboy fan, uh, people who wear the number eighty eight for the Dallas Cowboys wide receivers, they've always been wide receivers, and they've never been anything less than a number one wide receiver. So, and 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 to make matters worse for Mr. Cooper, uh jerry jones was very adamant that cd lamb wear the number 88 cd lamb really didn't want it you know what i'm saying i'm assuming cd lamb didn't want it because he was under the impression that you know anyone that wears 88 for dallas is is, is targeted as the number one wide receiver you know what i'm saying but when when mr jones uh became adamant about him wearing it you know what i mean then i guess he said okay i'll go ahead on and do that but yeah uh uh, Amari Cooper's days in Dallas are numbered, and that's 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 100 right there, man. And there's also been this whole like uh, speculation that there is a possibility that uh, what's the guy's name, Aaron Rodgers, could end up a Dallas Cowboy. And I and, and me personally, I don't think that because of who the Cowboys' coach is. You know, what I'm saying Aaron Rodgers, this guy, 
coach Aaron Rodgers for the vast majority of his career. And him and Aaron couldn't see eye to eye. So when it came to who had to go, the organization stood. It's very obvious the organization stood beside Aaron and uh, Mike McCarthy was up out of there. So we fast forward now to the Dallas Cowboys and the situation that they're having with their uh, quarterback as far as signing him. So far, they signed him to a uh, franchise tag of $31 million for this year with expectations of it rising up to as high as $38 million next year if he's franchised. And so people are trying to uh, calling themselves, you know, speculating or maybe because they're waiting on football. They're saying things like, hey, Aaron Rodgers could be headed to Dallas. Me personally, I don't think that's going to happen. As I was speaking with my brother-in-law yesterday, I said the perfect location would be, and this is only if this guy plans on retiring at the end of this season, and that would be New Orleans. If Drew Brees decides to retire at the end of this season, I can't imagine a scenario where they would not try and get a Aaron Rodgers up out of Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers is gone no matter what. But at the same time, I'm I'm hoping and I'm guessing that he's going to want to be a uh, he's going to want to be a uh, starting. Well, of course, he's going to be a starting quarterback, but he's going to want to be on a winning team. You know what I mean? Aaron is supposed to have at least two maybe three Super Bowls up under his belt by now, and he's only has that one lonesome dub there. But, uh, yeah, I could see him in a New Orleans Saints uniform next year with uh, the best wide receiver in the league, Michael Thomas, and he has a pretty good back in the, um, uh, Alvin Kamara. You know what I'm saying? And, and and you know, they they need a number two wide receiver, but they could definitely they, – they definitely have a pretty good defense. So, you know, stay tuned to that one right there. Me personally, I think he could end up there a lot quicker than he could in Dallas. But that's just me. And uh, as I said earlier uh, on this show, I was supposed to have a guy by the name of Tim Wolf. Uh, we were supposed to have a conversation today. Uh, he was uh, in favor of the statues staying up. And I was in favor of the statues coming down. And uh, I am, what now, 18 minutes into my show and I uh, have yet to hear from him. So I'm going to go on the impression that he's not going to speak today. But uh, one of the things that I had wanted to speak about when it came to the whole, uh, what do you call it, the statue situation is, uh, you know, what I try and tell people, listen, I to some of the people, listen, I get it, you know, this in you guys' eyes, he may have been a great leader. And I say he, meaning people like Stonewall Jackson, Robert E. Lee, people of those calibers. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of people who, you know, who look at the, they look at, like, well, they don't look at the overall because they have a tendency to make, uh, I don't want to say light of the whole slavery thing, but. At the same fucking time, it's almost like they don't acknowledge it to some degree that those statues are symbols of slavery. And I ask anyone who's in favor of the statues, I ask you this. If it has nothing to do with slavery, then how come there aren't any statues of the uh, Union uh, generals? There's not a statue of George B. McSillian. Uh, nowhere in the South that I've seen. There's not a statue of Henry W. Wallach, Hollick, I'm sorry, uh, of nowhere in the, in, the, in the South. And there's not a statue of General Winfield Scott. You know what I'm saying? So it, 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 you can't, It's. I mean, you say it's not about, you know, 
racism or slavery or anything like that but at the same time none of the northern none of the northern generals the ones who were fighting against slavery none of them or when you know what I'm saying when you walk out your door or to a monument or to a park or something like that, you you don't see any of those. You don't see any of those generals. You know what I mean? So that's my question to those who enjoy, you know, it, listen, and we all have the right to believe in whatever we want to believe in. You know, we have people who are embrace the Confederate flag and you know, a lot of them say, well, there's been some to say, well, listen, I'm not racist. And me personally, I truly believe that all people who were in favor of the statue or all people who were uh, cool with the Confederate flag, I looked at them as all being racist. And then I found out that that's not necessarily the case. You know what I'm saying? Did I, and I had to do a little digging to find that out. But, you know what I mean? So, but if you ask me, is the, do the vast majority of people who stand for the Confederate flag and 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 uh, these statues staying up? It, do I think the vast majority of the people are racist because behind of those choices? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And they are more important. They are more. They can they can uh, debate me on that if they if they so choose to. The discussion table is always open. I don't have a problem with that. But yeah, that was always my question to the people, man. So I I truly thought that, you know, I was going to get a chance to like pick his brain a little bit, which I did had a chance earlier on the phone today. I spoke with him and uh, had a chance to pick his brain and everything like that, man. So, but yeah. And uh, has anybody been, you guys have been keeping up with the whole blast from Beirut. You know what I'm saying? I, I had a couple conversations about that with a couple gentlemen. Uh, a few days ago, man, it was very interesting uh, topics. Right now, they're uh, they're they're what do you call it, protesting in the streets real bad. And from my understanding, the prime minister as well as several others have already resigned. You know what I mean? So that's a good thing there. But uh, yeah, when when the whole blast thing, the whole thing took over, man. Like I was skeptical from the jump, and me personally, I kept calling it a bombing. I kept calling it a bombing and then I had to constantly correct myself and say, no, it was an explosion. But as I started to do a little bit more research and then those pictures, and I'm quite sure I talked to you guys about this one day last week, probably Friday or Saturday when I was speaking about the pictures that I had seen on Facebook where it was like six other explosions. And, you know, the, at, on Facebook at that point in time, they were saying that it it was uh, all within the 24-hour time period. And then I found out that they weren't all in the 24-hour time period. They were all, they were basically all of them were first and foremost of the six explosions at that point in particular time, only three from I think three or four of them had, had been confirmed. You know what I mean? And then the other ones hadn't been confirmed yet, being that one of them was in Korea, if I'm correct. South Korea, North, North South Korea, if I'm correct, somewhere over there, and there was an explosion. So, uh, I have to check on uh, check with the sources to see if those ones have been confirmed. But uh, nevertheless, all of it didn't take in, take place within the 24 hour time period, but it was over a 72 hour time period, which is still close, which is still eyebrow raising. You know what I mean? But a lot more about this is going to come out, and uh. You know, you know, it's, it's if 
if it's foul play of any kind in it, then, you know, the perps are going to be held responsible. But the Lebanese people, they are, um, they're angry as fuck at the government and rightfully so. Because if the reports of what I'm hearing is true, you know, with these, these type of chemicals here sitting in the warehouse for the past six years and nobody did anything with it. I mean, come on, man. Come on. And even if it's some shady shit to where there was an actual bombing or something to that degree, the Lebanese people are, are irate right now with their go- with their government and their politics. And rightfully so. The country was already on the brink of bankruptcy anyway. You know what I mean? Uh, and then you have the COVID-19, you factor that in, and then you have this explosion and you put all of this shit together, man. People can only take for so much. So right now, the Lebanese people are fed up. They want answers, and rightfully so. And also, speaking of an explosion, man, Baltimore gas explosion levels homes. One woman killed, four injured, and one was trapped. And, uh, yeah, firefighters worked through the afternoon to rescue anyone who still might be trapped but hadn't determined if there were other victims fire officials said it's a uh, rescue operation so right now we're still searching baltimore fire department spokeswoman uh, blair adams told reporters at a mid-afternoon news briefing she said that six people had been transported to the hospital the blast which also shattered windows in other homes happened shortly before 10 a.m in a residential neighborhood in the northwest part of the city uh, this was a very intense explosion, Fire Chief Niles Ford told a news a new news briefing. This is a horrendous type situation that we're dealing with at this point. You know what I mean? And fire officials don't know how many people on the block were displaced because of the damage to their homes. And uh, one destroyed home belonged to an 88-year-old U.S. Army vet. The Baltimore Sun reported that the veteran Major Watkins said the explosion sounded like Korea. So I can only imagine how scared he was when he heard that, man. And I hope that the uh, United States government, which I'm, which I'm quite sure they will, they'll find this man a place and have a home built for him through Habitat for Humanity or somebody, man. But uh, they never they never really said exactly was it a... Uh, a gas explosion or anything okay he said okay there it is therefore said the cause of the gas explosion was under investigation so it was a gas explosion and uh it's crazy because a lot of those blocks in uh in baltimore uh are, are just abandoned buildings that are uh you know burnt the fuck up or just vandalized like crazy so i'm wondering if that was purposely done or was it just you know an accident or something like that man when you hear about shit like this man me personally i think about the uh the fires in the 70s in brooklyn new york if i'm correct when the landlords were basically setting the apartment buildings on fire to get insurance money and things of that nature so sometimes that kind of shit there has a little ring to it to me man but nevertheless though it was one one woman was killed and four injured was uh injured in that man the chicago looting triggers over 100 arrests 100 arrests 13 officers are hurt as mayor warns that criminals will uh they're they're she said that they're coming for him now something about this mayor in chicago man i swear i don't get most of the times when she's on tv she looked like she's homeless she looked like she's drunk and uh i'm not really sure what's going on in chicago but if you know, me personally, I think her days are numbered. You know what I mean? And uh, and yes, it is a, a black, you know what I'm saying, African female woman. And 
you know, just because you're African-American, when it comes to me, if you're not doing the job the right way, I will come at you. It's that simple. And, uh, you know, and Mayor Lori Lightfoot slammed looters and rioters who descend upon the downtown uh, area early Monday morning, calling the overnight events and assault on our city and telling criminals we are coming for you. Where was this tough... This we don't understand with the mail, man, of Chicago. Where the fuck is this tough act when it comes to all the gun violence? You know what I mean? Why does it take riots and looting for, first and foremost, the government to feel like they need to send people like federal agents and the National Guard in? You know what I mean? Like, and a lot of people was opposed to, like, federal agents being, you know, present at these protests slash riding events or whatever the case may be man and you know like in case anybody is paying attention or not paying attention crime has risen up in america like 500 percent, man even to little small ass cities you know what i'm saying what's happening right now man to some degree you got a lot of police officers scared to make a fucking arrest you know what i mean and 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 this is i'm quite sure this is not what people were uh expecting or looking for when they started to scream defund the police you know what i mean like and 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 you know if you are in favor of defunding press the button and say something if you're against it press the button and say something me personally i am against the whole concept of defunding the police man and this is coming from a guy who have had mishaps with the police to make me say things like fuck 12 you know what i'm saying so you know for for to come from a guy like me man yeah but it's just uh i just don't get mayor Lori lightfoot you know what i'm saying and 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 i'm not going to put it all on her because rami Emanuel, he was he was shitty as the governor he was shitty he didn't do shit for chicago or the state itself, really. You know what I'm saying? Crime was just as high when he was the head official. You know what I mean? Than it is now. You know what I mean? And I'm not understanding what's really going on in Chicago, man. But it, it seems to me that every mayor and every uh, chief of police throughout the precincts uh, can't get it right. Can't get it right. Chicago's been one of the deadliest cities in America for some time. I mean, we can go all the way back to the deadly, one of the deadliest fires back in the early 1900s. You know what I'm saying? And it's just been a, you know, from that point on with gangsters and just, you know, gangs and all types of shit from that point on, man. But I don't know, man. If they can clean up cities like Newark, New Jersey and, 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 and Camden, New Jersey and Anytime New York City is no longer the mecca of deaths amongst, you know what I'm saying, uh, inner city people when it comes to gun violence or something like that, man, then we have got to do something with Chicago. Chicago is a city in crisis. Chicago is burning like a motherfucker, and there is no foreseeable future as in the sense of putting the fire out anytime soon. You know what I mean? So, you know, Mayor Lightfoot, you know, get it together, baby. Get it together. Because cause, cause it's not working right now. It's a lot of chaos in Chicago. It's a lot of chaos there. And like I was saying, it's it has a lot to do with the city officials in my mind. You know what I'm saying? It has, you know, and then you have the coronavirus. 
that's allowing certain people to like get out of jail and all of that kind of shit. And first and foremost, guns are so easily accessible in the United States, first and foremost. That Second Amendment, that Second Amendment has a lot to do with what you see going on in this country because they are so easily accessed. Guns and drugs in America are so easily accessed and in all likelihood they are planted. You know what I mean? And that's just real talk. Caller, what's going on? How you doing? This is uh, Antoine Barker. I'm calling in from the Wu-Tang Mansion. What it do, what it do, Sue, represent. What's good, what's hood? I'm calling in from the 37th chamber. I hear you, I hear you. What's good, what's, my brother? What's going on, sir? Uh, great show. I'm, 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 doing, I'm doing well, sir. Great show. Uh, great topics, as usual. Um, current topics. Appreciate you know, thing it. That appreciate it, appreciate nature. it. Uh, I'm really excited uh, about... Uh, what you produced. I appreciate you know, it, my the, brother. Uh, you know, it, 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 you know, you touched on a lot of things. No, yeah. no problem, no problem. You touched on yeah. a lot of things, but I'll just say that uh, I was looking forward to the uh, the phone call about the uh, the monuments being up. I, I was definitely and, uh, looking forward to being right here. Right. In the, I would just like to say, turn them down. <laughs> tear them down bring them on down my thing my thing that gets me is that with the uh government what it seems to me to some degree is that some of them are perfectly fine with them coming down they just want them to be nicely taken down you know what i mean they don't want the heads torn off them and thrown in the rivers and all of that shit and my my thing is is hey by any means necessary as long as they come down my brother that's all I ask. That's now, I ask. understand the rule of law and, you know, doing things in a certain way. So, you know, if if, uh, if the government is taking this time, but the people have spoken. We live in a democracy. Yeah. It can't be a democracy when it's only in your favor. So, let me ask you this. So, what, you know, now, you know. Me, with, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, let me ask you this. When I made the uh, statement about to those who feel like uh the statues aren't racist then why why isn't there any uh north generous from the north that, that has statues you know throughout the south if if it has nothing to do with racism then why not put general george mcclellan and general henry w hollick and general winfield scott why not make statues of these guys throughout the south if it has nothing to do with racism you know, a lot of these statues were put up uh, in the Jim Crow era. They Correct. they weren't. Correct. And I know that. They, you know, they came years later, mm -hmm. you know, as a symbol and as a reminder to the people. You know, if, if I go five miles down from my house right on the highway, I see a huge Confederate flag flying across the uh, 95 South. Mm -hmm. So, it, so you know, these things are put there as a reminder and to, you know, mark territory. Mm -hmm. Which is why these statues were put up years mm -hmm. later. Which, if you go into Robert E. Lee, mm -hmm. he specifically said he didn't want any monuments. That's correct. He didn't That's want correct. anything uh, put up uh, in yeah. his honor. So, so that can be researched, you know. And so, um, you know, I would like to hear the arguments or the points and purpose. Uh, they belong in a museum. 
Yeah. Uh, these people fought against the uh, the uh, uh, United States. You know, though the United States was not, you know, at, as it was at that time, but it was still around. So That's correct. Uh, even if you look at the Confederate documents, they they say that slavery was a hall was a hallmark, was a benchmark, mm-hmm. was a vital point of them seceding uh, from the United States. Correct. Uh, so you know, I, I I really don't see you know where you know far far uh, the historically historical validity of having those statues up. Uh, based on some of the weak and pretty much baseless arguments that people have Correct. Uh, for keeping them up. Correct. Correct. I do agree with that, man. I agree with that 100%. What, uh, I also made a statement about uh, I felt like if you were for keeping the statues up and you were uh, embracing the Confederate flag, I felt like anyone that 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 did those two things was one hundred percent racist. And then I kind of found out that that wasn't the truth. What do you what, what, what do you think about that? Do you believe that people that support the statue? And the well, flag? I believe uh, I agree that it's not one hundred percent true. Okay. Uh, no, I I, I wouldn't say that person is one hundred percent racist because first of all. You have to take into account that some people were simply miseducated Correct. about what that war was about. Correct. You know, you you, you have people who who grew up uh, not being properly educated that you know slavery had anything to do with the war, so they're actually supporting it uh, out of a sense of uh, pride and heritage. Okay. Though you have to add in ignorance as well. Okay. Okay. And that's also that's been reported. They know not uh, uh-huh. what they support. Uh huh. I said because they know not uh, what they support, mm. so they don't have they don't have all the information uh, necessary. But it's just amazing to me how can you support uh, both uh, a country you say you love and the people who fought against them? That's correct. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, look, while I still got you on the air, I want to uh, <coughs> pick your brain a little bit with with uh, Kanye West and. The reports that he was basically like, he's basically trying to sabotage Joe Biden's chances. You know, that's the reports I'm hearing now. Like he he know he doesn't stand a chance, but it's like okay, let's fuck with Joe Biden. Or let's fuck up Biden's chances or something like that. What, what, what what's your whole thoughts on just Kanye overall? Well, you know, Kanye, uh, you know, the paradox of Kanye West. Uh, his father was a Black Panther, uh, so he grew up in that type of household. Uh, if you look at the type of music uh, that he made uh, politically, you never would have thought he would lean uh, this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, he he's a person that you can't really put in any type of box Um but I, I think the um the the fact that he's running and I've read those same reports that he's running to take votes away from uh Biden. from uh Biden from Joe Biden. Yeah. It speaks it speaks to the fact that that he knows that there are people who are just uh you know inclined to not be informed politically and will actually vote for him. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, wh- where is that segment of the population that says yeah. Uh, President Trump, Joe Biden, or Kanye West. Yeah. Let me vote for Kanye West because I like his shoes, music, yeah. uh, etc. So, I mean, I'm waiting to see how many votes he actually get. 
and uh and, and you know who you know who are those people but it's definitely political sabotage yeah uh, it's actually a smart play yeah uh yeah. you it know is. uh it's, it's been done before uh you know right. ralph nader uh People say he's done it. He's done it. So yeah. uh, I mean, it's a political strategy. Well, the, the 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 Republicans don't seem to mind it to some degree. It seems like they're looking at it in the sense of it works in their favor, at least on Trump's end. You know what I mean? Because he's not, even though he seems like it seemed like he was running against Trump, but at the same time, he's not speaking bad on Trump. It's just you know that's just you know make sure Joe Biden doesn't get the proper votes that he needs. At least that's how I look at it. And, and you know, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I marvel at uh, Kanye and uh, and his ambition mixed with a lot of arrogance. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you know, Joe Biden is, you know, I'm not high on Biden, but you know, that that's that's another subject. But yeah. you know, it's it's a it's a political strategy. Uh, yeah. It's been done before throughout American uh, history. presidential history, presidential. and uh, you know. It could work because every vote uh, for Kanye is a vote actually for Trump. That's correct. That's I correct. think the uh, the idea that the idea that our people would be that gullible. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you have to understand that uh, throughout the years, the uh, African Americans in in America has been has been led by. Uh, uh, in certain instances, in majority instances, has been led by celebrities, yes, athletes, athletes uh, singers, yeah, uh, music yeah. artists, and, and, and people know that. That's correct. You know, remember Steve Harvey, who's a comedian. Steve Harvey's a comedian is one of the first African Americans that went that that President Trump brought to his office. Mm. Now, you know, he's great at what he does, but what is his political acumen? Correct. You know, what is his political intelligence? You know, correct. So you so you can't have a, a group of people led by a comedian comedian when it comes to politics. Correct. Politics is part of the, you know politics is part of American fabric. You need people who have been well studied, been Correct. well educated in these different types of arts. Correct. Uh, to that you want speaking for you, you know people such as you know uh, you know a Colin Powell or Dr. Claude Anderson. Correct. You know people. Uh, Dr. Anderson, who's you know has been in this arena, mm-hmm. you know, very intelligent in this area. You know, mm-hmm. this is his swim lane, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, artists and comedians mm-hmm. and people who've been in movies, mm-hmm. but they they continue to be uh, put into the forefront because it's shown that that's who people listen to. Mm-hmm. So let me so ask you that's this: that's another strat. That's another political. It strategy. is another political strategy. And 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 speaking of political strategies, the biggest one right now is everyone is waiting on pins and needles to see if joe biden is going to elect a black woman you know what i mean and and it started it's starting to look like a circus act to me you know what i'm saying because okay it's it's i thought it was about putting the best person in the position you know what i'm saying but it seems to me that he's going to solely go on color on this one and the way it's looking is that it's going to be a black woman. What's your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, I just once again goes back to the uh, the 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 uh, the belief that our people are monolithic in thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the liberal, the democratic liberal thought, the paternalistic thought that the black man has to be held by the hand and shown what to do. I think is absurd. 
that we would simply say it must be a woman of color. We're not talking about this person's qualifications. Correct. We're not talking about their education. We're not talking about their political acumen. It's simply a woman of color and the people that they choose. Uh, and I believe it's uh, Kamala Harris and uh, Susan Rice uh, are, are, are at the forefront of that. Correct. I mean, what... You know, where can we go in their documented history and say, wait, hey, they're, they, they've stood for African-Americans on this Correct. Or that particular, uh, you know, particular event. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's ludicrous that our people continue to pander to the Democratic, uh, continue to go to the Democratic poverty with the obvious. I mean, this is obvious, just an obvious yeah. slap in the face yeah. for a group, a political group that says these people, we can give them the bare minimum. Correct. They're going to vote for us anyway. Correct. And it's political pandering. You know, uh, it's, it's just I think it's just absurd that we would just settle. Long as it's a woman of color, you have our vote. No, we we deserve more than that. But yeah. if we continue to vote for this party in droves, they'll continue to take us for granted, which they've done since I've been alive. Well, remember, Hillary had that same mentality, you know, you know, the blacks fuck with me because, you know, I fuck with Obama and Obama fuck with me. So. You know, they're going to vote for me because, you know what I'm saying, you know, I fucks with Obama. And I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, uh, uh, Biden, at first I was thinking he wasn't on that train. And then when he made the statement, basically, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. I said, well, okay, there it is right there for me. <laughs> you know, there it is right there for me, man. So, right. you know, uh, me personally, I'm... But Joe Biden is going to get slaughtered. He's going to get slaughtered in any debate with Donald Trump mm -hmm. because he has a he has a forty year track record in Congress. What has what? How has he earned our votes? Where has he been? Correct. What policies have he passed or championed to help the uh, the African American community since he's been in office? I like to see it. All I can see is 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 the opposite of that. Mm. You know, no no one party. Uh, uh, automatically uh, should deserve our vote, but you know they they have a tried and true strategy. Mm -hmm. They feel like we owe them for Obama, which is a joke. Mm -hmm. uh, to have Joe Biden as the best thing they could uh, uh, try it out uh, for the Democratic Party, I already knew it was a setup for them to lose. Now I didn't want to get into this topic, but mm -hmm. you know I just think it's absurd, and I agree with you. We just talking about the per the, the, the person's color, yeah. not qualifications. This is, is the exact opposite of what us as a people are trying to do. We want to be looked at for our qualifications. Correct. We want to be looked at for our merit, what we bring to the table, our Correct. skills. Correct. Our capabilities. Correct. We we we're not trying to be looked at just for color. And for them to push this on a national stage. On a national stage, exactly. They're pushing this on a national eyes. stage. Yeah. Everybody with eyes can see it. We man. just want a black woman. We don't care who she is. Who she exactly. We you don't know, care who she you. is. You know what I mean? Now now with that being said, to some degree, they care who she is because they don't want the uh the chick from Georgia to wear the braids in her hair. You know what I'm saying? They definitely don't want that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> So as long as she keeps her hair on, yeah, the uh, I, I know. You, 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 I can't think of her name. Not Nikisha. Yeah, Lansing, uh, you not, talk about uh, sister. Uh, no, no, not no, not no, not, 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 not Mayor Bottoms. Yeah, no, not um, her. The other one. You know who I'm no. talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she's a good sister. She's she been on the yeah. front line. She's been vocal. She has. They railroaded her out they of Congress. Railroaded her out of and Congress. And I apologize. I can't remember her name. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. but she, yeah, but she's a she's mm-hmm. she she stood up. And she I, definitely I, did. I, man. I, I, I can't believe I can't recall her now. Yeah, uh, Cynthia, uh, Cynthia, Cynthia McKinney. If that that could be it, but yeah, but nevertheless, and I'm definitely yeah I definitely yeah I think that's her to, name. I definitely want to get her name before uh, I'm off this right here, man. And that's true. That's true. And so I got a uh, you still there, caller? So let's see, Show Lane, Texas. Yes. Is that what it is? Show Lane, Texas says, or throw a Mexican in the mix. And if my people feel it, we'll be the one to let y'all know if they are who they are. Okay. Not sure where you was going with that one. I'm with that. Okay. If, if they're a person of merit, once again, mm-hmm. I don't care about the ethnicity. I don't care about the color. Mm-hmm. If that's a person of merit, mm-hmm. a person of character, a person with political acumen, Okay. A person with the knowledge, skills, and capability mm-hmm. to 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 run this country, uh, based based on experience and evidence that they've shown us, uh, they they that they can handle uh that role. I don't care if they're Mexican. That's true. That's true. That's true. Do you think that? Do you think that so we're gonna say just put a Mexican there? Is the same way just putting the black, black in there? That's correct. You know what I'm saying? The merits. You know what I'm saying? You have to have the merits. I need that background because you're doing nothing more than uh. You know, the same thing he did with Trump. This guy is a celebrity from a fucking game show. You know what I'm saying? He had no political background whatsoever. And it was like, okay, we we need a celebrity to be president. Who can we pick? Okay, let's get this guy. You know, that's how I look at it. I don't want it to be a circus. Well, that happened such as, such as Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was the first actor, to my knowledge. You're correct. And, uh, yeah. And it was, and, and he, actually, it was... To my knowledge, I think it was Ronald Reagan was like the first president. And I was a kid, so I'm not talking as I saw this, you know what I'm saying, firsthand, but just off of, uh, you know, footage of stuff like that. He was bringing celebrities to the conventions and stuff like that. He was like one of the first ones to have celebrities, you know, at the conventions, actors and stuff of that nature, man, because of his, you know, past background before he became into politics and things of that nature. But yeah, I just don't believe in a uh, person that doesn't have any political background to run the country. And I, I'm definitely not cool with picking someone solely because quota needs to be filled. <laughs> you know, that's just me. <laughs> oh, man. But listen, man, you see it there, caller? But listen, I want it, man. Listen, I want to uh, thank y'all for tuning in anyway, man. It has been a blast, this show. You know what I'm saying? I do this shit because of y'all, everybody. My platform is to give you guys a platform. And you call the show. You speak your mind. You know what I mean? And, you know, sometimes people are going to agree with you. Sometimes they won't. And on that note, you guys continue to wash your hands. Continue to practice your six feet distancing, social distancing. Wear your mask. And uh, continue to love one another. And on that note, it's your boy, B-L-A-K-K-A, and I'm out. Peace.